Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And what's up, everybody? It is Tuesday, and we are back with a new episode. You all, we have a great guest today to continue our talk about creators and all that jazz. If you've been following us, you had noticed that last week we had our Ad Week Social Media Week, which was dedicated to the creator economy and creators, and it was fun. And... All that jazz, as I just said. It was fun. Um, Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Anywho, you are not here to hear me ramble and have my thoughts not come together. You are here for a great episode. And today we have the co-founder and CEO of the influencer platform, Mavely, Evan Ray. And Evan's so cool. Their platform, you all, is doing, I don't know. I feel like it's something that we haven't really seen before. And it's, I don't know, it makes sense. I feel like it's one for like the influencer next door if that's a thing but i feel like they've perfectly found the right partners and helping to creators really just have the tools they need to have successful partnerships and just really grow and i feel like they're really giving you the resources that a creator needs to maintain partnerships become a better creator and just kind of help them find themselves so if you like creators if you like influencer platforms if you just want to hang out on a tuesday and hear somebody talk this episode's for you so grab a seat grab a snack grab your notepad because evan's about to break it all down for us evan how are you welcome to the show hey colin thanks for having me i'm doing well how about yourself good good you know it's about to be a party we love talking all things creator economy here (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But before we start the party, let's um, rewind and ask you the question that we ask everybody here, which is um, what the term a young influential means to you. And there's no wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. I was thinking about it a little bit before I jumped on the podcast. So, I mean, for me, Colin, I think young influential means uh, someone who both sees, you know, can see forward and back. And, and what I mean by that is, if you're a young influential, you're 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 leading the next change for um, for millennials, Gen Zs. Like you're you're a leader, you're influential with those those young people in the world. But at the same time, um, be, because of that position, you you have you can look back and see, okay, what what have I learned even in my short career here, and how can I use it to better uh, where things are going? So it's a big responsibility being a young influential, but that's really what it means to me. You can look forward and back. Come on with that Mr. America answer. <laughs> oh, we, we all know who our votes are going to. <laughs> um, but now to kind of rewind and I was going to say backpedal, but piggyback, that's not the right word. Um, to rewind, um, what growing up, were you really interested in media and then like social media? Like how did that interest kind of affect you like growing up? Yeah, it's super interesting, Colin. So I probably, I was more of an outdoors person. So I grew up in, in uh, Southwest Ohio, right? So it, it wasn't necessarily a, 
Uh, I wasn't growing up in New York. I wasn't growing up in Chicago. I wasn't growing up in LA. So, and I also grew up in the um, almost slightly pre-social media era, which is really cool. Like social media just kicked off when I was in middle school, big time. And um, so I had the like the pre and post, if you will, which was really neat. But um, for me, I mean, uh, I actually got interested in you know, social media ultimately is where I've built my companies, but I got interested in entrepreneurship through my dad. He was an architect and he had an architectural firm. And I just saw him, you know, working for himself and leading people and like being able to uh, create something out of nothing, like have an idea and then make it a reality. I just thought that was the coolest superpower in the world. So, uh, so that's what got me into, into entrepreneurship. And then on the social media side, I mean, I think as a technology entrepreneur, as a media entrepreneur, it was just a massive wave that you had to basically close your eyes to not be able to see. So, uh, so being able to jump onto that wave and, and build some cool tools as the whole thing has grown. And, and frankly, Con, I think it's gotten bigger than I ever even expected it to be. I mean, you've got you know, every person who's connected to the internet but one of the first things they do is is join a social network. So it, it, it's it's pretty neat to see how it's grown. No, that's a, first of all, architect is so cool. So I can only imagine like that's so cool. I, I love architecture and real estate and buildings. So like that's that's awesome. Like oh gosh, that's so cool. Like you have to go. Yeah. So if you love our if you love architecture, uh, you have to go on the Chicago. I'm I'm a selfish Chicago plug here. You have to go on the Chicago architecture tour. It's one of the best architecture tours, best city tours I've ever done uh, across the globe. It's it's a really, really neat tour. And it goes into the the in-depth, like what was behind the building or what was behind the, the thought process. Uh, okay, because I haven't been to Chicago in a hot minute. So I can just grab a slice of deep dish and, you know, hop on that tour and call, and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, make sure you go in like uh, the summer. <laughs> so. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to slip on any ice. Like, I've done enough of that. So, yeah, we're going to we'll do an early spring, early summer type type scenario with that. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And then, like, for your, you said you um, were really big in entrepreneurship. Did you, like, study business later on? Or how did you kind of cultivate that skill set? Yeah, yeah, great question. So um, I actually studied uh, economics, so which was very you know, is it's kind of business theory, uh, uh, the theory of the economy, the drivers of of um, what's working and what's not in the economy. So that was I actually just really enjoyed uh, understanding the puts and takes of what moves uh, a policy or a business. So that's what I studied, and I could talk about how I think that's really valuable. But where I got an entrepreneurship, I was. I was starting businesses when I was, you know, a little kid and I did the, the, the classic, uh, lemonade stand, the, you know, the, <laughs> the uh, what was sitting outside when I was like five years old. Right. I did the, um, snow shovel lawn, lawn system. I built, I don't know if you've ever seen those little triangle games where they have the, the, uh, golf tees that you jump. Oh, wait. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I remember those. Yeah. 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 They're at like Cracker Barrel or something, right? Yeah. Like, uh, oh my God. I remember. Oh God. I love Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Oh, you just, you just, you just struck a soft spot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> As you're like a kid at Cracker Barrel, you play with those games. And, and, um, I started a business that was selling those. I built them and sold them for like two bucks. Right. So I, I've, uh, I've always thought, and it's probably because of what my dad did. As I, I've always thought it was just really, really s- cool. And like I said, like a real, real life superpower to be able to think of something in your head and then get people to believe in that vision, whatever it is, and then get the resources to build that vision and then launch that vision and actually make it reality. So I think it's, it's kind of, it's magic to be able to create something out of an idea. So that always captivated me. And I think, if it was media and tech or uh, a pizza shop, I think I was gonna I was gonna get into entrepreneurship one way or the other. That's so cool. And so, like after school, did you like start your own business, or were you interning for someone to kind of get the funds together to start your own thing? Because I know yeah. a lot of people do that also. Yeah, no, it's I mean it's and it's kind of tough, right? It's it's hard it's, it's hard to start. I guess you could do it better. Than, now than you ever could in history, but it's still hard to start a business without like a little bit of investment. 
but for me, I actually started my first business in college. So I went to school at uh, University of Notre Dame. Uh, I was on the football team there, which was super fun experience. And I saw um, basically walking to and from practice, we had a ton of people lined up along the walkway to get signatures, like to get signatures on a mini helmet or on a jersey or whatever it was. And I thought to myself, man, these people are super, super, super passionate about Notre Dame football. Uh, frankly, I was like, they're even more passionate than I am, and I'm on the team, right? So it's kind of <laughs> like, you got to be a little careful there. But, um, and this was in, you know, 2010, 2011, 2012. And about that was about the same time that iPhone, like everyone had it in college, finally made it across, um, uh, it was like ubiquitous across college students. So, and everyone was using emojis. So a smiley face, frowny face, hearts, uh, whatever, whatever emoji, you know, and so I thought it would be really cool to say, you know, all these super, all these crazy Notre Dame fans, they're like really, really excited about Notre Dame. How do we pair that with emojis and just make Notre Dame emojis? So that was like the oh, first. so cool. Yeah, that was the first business. And it started in college. And literally my roommate, who's now still uh, one of my business partners, you know, 10 years later or more, that was our first business. And, um, and yeah, so I, I graduated school. I took a job, to your point, um, in Silicon Valley for about a month, and we got a bit of funding for our emoji idea because it was starting to take off. And so I, I, I joke, I was, I'm like one of the worst employees. I, 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 I was at my job for a month, and then I, I left <laughs> to go to do do my my own thing full time. Um, and uh, and it's and I haven't looked back. It's just it's just super super fun to to be an entrepreneur and uh, and been lucky enough to work with some incredible people and partners along the way. That's so cool. Cause I, what's so cool about your search? Like I, you hear so many that do that. They're like, yeah, I make the worst, I made the worst employee where like, I just couldn't stick with the schedule. Like I've, I don't, I've been hearing that story more and more often. Like recently people are like, I tried it. It just didn't work. So I had to just like divvy all into my business thing and like figure it out whether it was like taking out loans or whatever, especially like nowadays where I've also run into half that are working still like their corporate like whatever yeah. nine to five jobs but still are doing like a business on the side like yeah fully, and their business isn't even like a small like it's a good like they're doing some big stuff and i'm like how are you managing this and that over here like that's that blows my mind like those who can kind of do both at the same time and they're both successful it's crazy yeah i mean and, it, and that's one of the things that entrepreneur entrepreneurship definitely will teach you is time management and prioritization because it's true, like everything is always a priority and now you got to figure out what is actually the highest priority. But yeah, I, I hear more and more uh, uh, of like young, young people too doing that, right? They're, they're working in their full-time job and they want to start something on the side. And I think that's what's so cool about you know, where the social media space is going, where the technology space is going is the gig economy is real, right? And it doesn't necessarily just have to be, you know, I'm 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 driving for Uber or Lyft, right? There's there's all kinds of content creation. There's all kinds of of of, of newsletters, of blogs, of Shopify stores. Like it's really really growing fast, and it's never been easier to start a business. At the same time, um, I'm, I kind of uh, <laughs> you know, do as I say, not as I do here, because <laughs> I, because I wouldn't recommend someone like quit their job and jump full time into a startup unless they had like an idea that was proven out that started to have a little bit of traction. I think it's, it's kind of sexy to do that sometimes. And then, um, you know, tech crunch doesn't write about the people who tried that and it didn't work. They write about the ones who did. So, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's really cool now. And I think we're in a really, really exciting time and place for, uh, especially young people who want to start businesses now, uh, that are social and tech related because there's never been more tools to do it. Uh, you can and, spin up a Shopify site. You can spin up a Squarespace website, buy a few social ads, and you can see if you have a business. And that's what's crazy. Like, the accessibility to do that now is, like, you can literally do that in five minutes. Like, I'm thinking of, like, you mentioned Squarespace. You can do that, create that site in, like, five minutes. There's – I'm trying to think of any other ones. But there's so many of those that you can easily, like, put the shop up, which is so cool, which you yeah. can be a kid in high school and be like – oh, I want to start a hoodies business and like quickly like put together a shop. And there's even platforms that are like, hey, like 
you don't have to do because like, I feel like back when we were in school, like you had to do like the bulk orders, you had to order like say like two hundred. Oh t-shirts yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like crossing your fingers. I hope yeah. this works. <laughs> you know? And it's like now they have platforms where you can like sell as you go. Like I know Shopify has like one of the like plugins where you can do it where it's like oh like it's as you go. So if only twenty friends want to order this shirt, yep. you can like do it that way. I feel like that that's like it just goes to show that like what we said earlier, the creator economy and just like social media and technology is made accessible for anybody to really, if you have like a good idea and you want to test it out, you have room to kind of do it at an affordable kind of rate and then kind of scale as you go. Yeah, a hundred percent. Right. And I think that's so exciting. And I think that's where I get really energized about the future. Uh, you know, what, what is the next, you know, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, five years hold with new businesses around, uh, around the gig economy, around the creator economy, what are people going to start? What tools are going to people going to build to empower that? And what's really cool too, with with the power of where we sit right now, with you know the ease of spinning up a business, and then social channels, as I think of them as like marketing and distribution, right? And that's usually for any startup, uh, at least in my experience, like distribution is the hardest thing, right? So if you can build you know an amazing you know, mousetrap, an amazing app, an amazing whatever. But if no one knows about it, if there's no marketing and distribution behind it, you're you're not going to be successful. And so social media has unlocked that that distribution aspect for the average person, right? So like someone can go viral on TikTok and Im- immediately have, you know, a million people that know about them or their product. Uh, and, and everyone can do that right now. It's, it's not reserved just for the top echelon or it's not reserved just for the startup who's raised $100 million from a top venture firm. So that's an exciting thing. It's like the d- democratizing of distribution, if you will. Uh, pros and cons to that, of course, but it's um, it's a pretty exciting world we live in. No, it's, it's crazy. And speaking of crazy, um, you have a cool... <clears throat> platform Mavely. Um, can you tell us about that and like kind of like how that came about and what makes that different all that jazz? Yeah, all that jazz. Definitely. So <laughs> uh, so it's a little bit what we were just talking about, right? So um, so what Mavely is at, at its core is we are a suite of software products. So mobile app and desktop experience that allow everyday influencers to earn money by selling products from 600 plus top retailers, right? So we play in the creator economy. So what we do is we allow, um, honestly, Colin, if you wanted to join Mavely, you're an everyday influencer. I, you're, you're going on to be a really big influencer. Right? I mean, but, I did join. I joined, so. Oh, awesome. So you've already <laughs> been here. So, so what's, what's cool about that is, you know, we can, uh, you, you can join, you can then see, you know, hundreds of top brands, right? So we're talking, and not small ones, right? We're talking, you know, Walmart, Jane, Macy's, Old Navy, Gap, yeah, you know, big time brands that then you can start sharing with your friends and family on text, on social, on Twitter, on YouTube, wherever it is. And anytime someone buys from your link, you earn a few bucks, right? So that's how our business works. And then we also connect influencers to brands that want to run big influencer campaigns. So we're all about the idea of, uh, of working with everyday influencers, so these are people that are, um, you know, they're not they're not super filtered. They're not like 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 very fake. They're real people that are real authentic and relate to their audiences. And we give them the same opportunities as like you know Kim Kardashian has with her reach and her scale. So that's what we're we're doing. And uh, you you asked me why we started or how it came about. Mm-hmm. So about. Four years ago, four and a half years ago, me and uh, Sean and Peggy, which are my two co-founders, got really, really excited about three trends that were happening in tech, really tech and media, right? <clears throat> so one was uh, the gig economy continuing to blow up. And w- what I mean by that is like, there have never been more tools for anyone to start or run their own business. And if you start to look, there's there was an, a research paper that came out the other day that talked about how um, you know, twenty years ago, people wanted to be ast- like kids wanted to be astronauts. Like that was their their you know dream job was to be an astronaut. And now today, it's their dream job is to be a YouTube influencer, right? So everyone wants to be an influencer, big or small. So that was one mega trend we saw. Uh, another mega trend we saw was 
uh, Facebook ads, uh, Instagram ads, even, even Google digital ads were getting really, really expensive. So it was becoming harder for companies, for brands to reach customers on social. And with iOS 14, that's just like gone through the roof. So you're seeing it with, I mean, Snap's having trouble, Twitter's having trouble, uh, YouTube's revenue's down, Facebook's Meta's revenue's down, uh, because it's getting more and more expensive to use digital ads. So that was like the second thing. So it's like everyone wants to be an influencer and brands and social ads aren't working anymore. And then the third thing that we saw is that all of these social channels were building tools to encourage creation, right? So encourage content creation. So uh, Instagram allowing everyone to link uh, through stories now. TikTok just introduced a linking feature. YouTube just introduced YouTube Shorts to kind of compete with TikTok and also, you know, prompt shorter form content. Um, you know, Twitter introduced uh, newsletter subscriptions as part of it, right? As, as part of the uh, one of the tools for creators. So all the biggest tech platforms in the world were building tools to allow more and more people to be creators was the third thing. So for us, we're like, okay, all these tech platforms want more and more creators. All of these young up and coming professionals want to be creators. And all of these brands are trying to find a new way to reach people on social that aren't paid ads. Right. So we just thought that those three overlaps were just mega waves that are happening. And we thought about it, you know, four or five years ago, and it's really come to fruition. So it's it's pretty cool to see how the creator economies evolved uh, as every single new platform tries to innovate, tries to give creators uh, a better opportunity to, to earn a little bit of money. Because because well, what the struggle with a lot of creators is like there you'll see campaigns of like a lot of clothing brands and stuff and you're like oh i want to work with them or i want to be a part of that campaign and like the end to get into those realms usually it's like you have to have like either ten thousand followers or it's just like it's harder and harder and it's so i don't know like niche is the right word but it's just a lot harder to kind of break into that and you could be somebody would say like a thousand or like two thousand followers but you have a very high engagement and you're uh, followers really like what you're putting out and stuff and your mission and stuff could align with like these top brands and stuff, but just getting that connect for them to get you on the map or for them to notice who you are, you kind of need that extra push, which I feel like you guys really do really well with like access to like different ones like Sephora, Old Navy and whatever, and can really like help, you know, get a little bit extra money for, you know, Starbucks, you know, yeah, yeah, save, no, up, you, for, save up for a new car, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but you, you, hit, you hit the nail on the head, right? I mean, so, uh, you know, most people on social, if they call up Old Navy, they're not going to respond because they're not big enough to move the needle for, for a, a brand of that size. So what Maybelline does is we exactly, it's like you, you have the person who has 2000 followers, but it's, it's super niche. They're really loyal. Uh, you know, th- their, their word is the gospel. Whatever they post on social is what their followers take, right? That is a great person to work with some of these brands, but a lot of the brands don't know they exist or they, they can't manage them. Um, and a lot of those, we call them like everyday influencers, are unable, they don't know how to go about contacting the brand. They don't have their own agent. They're not big enough to be taken seriously by an influencer agency. So, that's what Mavely does, right? We, we we provide that bridge. We provide that connection through tech. So now all of a sudden that that 2000 follower everyday influencer can join Mavely and have immediate access to industry leading commission rates and campaigns from 600 plus top retailers, right? So it's a really, it's a cool way to democratize access to all of these um, top tier brands. And then our brand partners love it because it's not the, like I said, like the, 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 the size zero filtered, um, you know, private jet flying influencer post, right? Like, you know, fake or real, um, <laughs> and mostly fake. It, it, it's not that, right? It's, it's, the, it's the real person, the everyday person who, you know, ha- has, has two or three kids and they, you know, they're balancing, you know, work and school. And it's like a real life engagement for a brand. And what we're seeing on our side, that's where brands want to go, right? Brands care about authenticity, realness, uh, relatability versus, 
like the unattainable. So it's it's been a nice nice connection there, and and we're really excited about where the future goes because I think we're just at the beginning of of the creator economy and 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 you know what we're gonna see. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, Forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Yeah, and like when he said that, <laughs> I really thought of like... You know, the single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> she wants to, she has the heart of a fighter and wants to, you know, support her kids, you know, turn her corgi into an influencer and talk about, you know, what kind of recipes she's making and post products from, I don't know, like Macy's or whatever about like different things she's using. And then like, can use that for extra cash versus like if that same person went to like, I don't know, like William Sonoma, they'd probably look at her and be like, ma'am, like you have... 2000 fault like what are we gonna do with this <laughs> yeah li- li- and literally right and i which, what, what, what's so cool is we have had um we've got case studies of uh you know everyday people who have joined mavely who were working another job and over the last year or so are now making enough money that they actually quit their job and are now full-time being a influencer but an everyday one who's built up this authentic following, right? So now, you know, they get to spend more time with their family. They they they, they get to do it on, the, you know, they don't have to go into office. They get to do it wherever they want, right? And I think to me, that's really cool because I think that's the future of work generally is being able to, uh, not, not necessarily that it'll all be remote, but that being able to do some elements of a, you know, value creating activity wherever, like remotely, right? That's what, why obviously mobile is so powerful, desktop so powerful. Uh, and we're excited to be a small part of, of that transition. And like, what are some ways that you guys feel that you kind of help those uh, creators that come in there? Like, Hey, I do this, but I really don't know, like kind of how to talk about these products or do it in a way to make it authentic. Like, do you guys have people that like work with them and like, offer tips or kind of coach them in the right direction or how does that work whenever they like join the platform and want to know like how to kind of get to that level of success? Yeah, great question. So we have a, a, a lot of different things. So w- one thing is we have a lot of tutorials and, and best practices built into the software. So um, one of the things that we, we have, uh, we call it a resources section. So h- how to build your following, how to get started, um, what are some top selling products, then when users come into the experience, they identify, you know, what are you interested in? Are you interested in pets? Are you interested in affordable fashion? Are you interested in beauty? Like what, what family items, what, what are you interested in? And depending on what you're interested in, they'll go down different paths and we'll surface different brands, different opportunities, different promotions for them. So it becomes basically a, a, a personalized uh, experience, always giving you the best things to share and promote at your fingertips. So that's one of the things we do from like the tech side. But I think a lot of what's happening, especially in the creator economy, is people are either are, are trying to go so technology forward that 
influencers can't talk to anyone uh, or they're going only you know one to one, which doesn't scale very well. So we sit in the middle. So we have our technology piece, but then we also have um, internally, we call them community managers. So what this is are our Mavely team members, right? Mavely employees who are all day, every day working with our influencers to help make them better, right? So we put on um, webinars, seminars for them. We um, say, we, we help them analyze their data. So like, hey, we saw you, so, we, you sold a lot of this blue shoe yesterday. Maybe you should think about, you know, promoting this red or this green shoe as a, as a very high level example. <laughs> but um, what they really do is our community managers become their, uh, their, their coaches, their representatives, if you will, to help them be more successful. So we've seen a lot of people who have come in uh, and, you know, just started, you know, earning a little bit on Mavely or sharing a, a few different products on Mavely. And then they started working with their community manager and fast forward three or four months, they've double or tripled their, their sales, double or tripled their impact, double or tripled their followers. So um, that's been something that's been really successful for us, Colin, is not, not only being tech and not only being, um, you know, pure community management, but we describe it as like tech augmented community management. And the, the cool thing is at the end of the day, if whether you have 10 million followers or a thousand followers, you're a real person and people, you know, like and respond well to these, you know, connection. And, and I think it's actually something that's missing uh, today a lot from, from, from the social media ecosystem and, and from the creator economy is that real person to person connection. So we do a lot of that community building and um, our, our, our community absolutely loves it. And I feel like that's definitely something that a lot of these pl other platforms like don't have is there you can kind of join them and get say access to these cool campaigns and stuff, but there's really nobody there to kind of be like what you said, like, hey, like I noticed that like you seem to be interested in X, Y, and Z. Have, have we thought about doing this and that next? Or hey, like I see you're having issues struggling with that. Like let's maybe you want to try focusing on this a little bit more. I feel like that's kind of like you said, that's like the personal hush that's kind of been left out and that we really didn't see on a lot of those early ones. Like I'm thinking back to like the early tens when we had those platforms where like the affiliate marketing was like the big thing and everybody yeah. was just like joining these platforms, but it was like, we all didn't really know what we were doing. We were just like there and like yeah. some people that are really successful, but, and then they, you didn't know. It's like, okay, how is she doing this? Or how is he like able to get that reach? Like I'm doing the same thing. I don't get what I'm doing wrong. And it was kind of like nobody, there was really no, middle person to kind of explain everything. We were all kind of just like out there. <laughs> yeah, it was a free for all, right? And it's, so well, I'll give you a really good, a concrete example. So like one of the things that we just implemented uh, over the last uh, probably year or so is um, something we call business reviews, right? So this is a report that we have, have automated and then we sprinkle a little bit of, um, uh, I guess, personalization into it as well. But this is something that we typically do uh, either quarterly or twice a year, biannually with our influencers, as we'll sit down and walk them through their business. Like, hey, you, know, you, you shared this many links, you promoted this brands, these are your top performing brands. These are the brands that you, know, you, you love promoting Old Navy, that's awesome. Maybe you'd like Jane.com or maybe you'd like Gap or maybe you'd like something else like that. And then we introduce them to new features to, to help them get better at um, using Mavel, using the software and, and becoming more successful. And so that's an example of a concrete thing we do right on a regular basis is these business reviews with our creators, with our everyday influencers to one, give them more confidence because a lot of it's just confidence to put yourself out there. And then two, um, really help them optimize their business because I think where where we're going, not, not just Mavely, but I think the whole creator economy is going and, and really all of social is going is people are becoming businesses, right? So like historically, you know, IBM, Apple, you know, you know, the, the, you know the Teslas <laughs> of the world, that was the only, those are the only businesses, right? It was like, okay, you're a, you're an incorporated business, but now with, with social and with the creator economy, uh, you and me can each be our own individual business, right? And our, our brand is our name. Our brand is our, our name image likeness. Like that's, it's becoming a business. So I think what we've seen is a lot of um, a lot of our everyday influencers are starting to look at this truly as a business. So it's like they're almost like performance marketers in some sense. And so it's neat to see the receptivity 
of people saying, well, I genuinely want to learn how do I get better, right? I'm committed to this. I want to make this a career. I want to make this, um, uh, like you said, Starbucks money. Like we get a lot of different (laughs) different ranges of people that and what they want to do with uh, what they consider success, right? And they're all great. So we want to give things like the business reviews to say, this is how you can make you, you you as an influencer or your business better. And I think that's something that a lot of, um, I don't know of any other platforms that really do it at that level. And that's something that we've been able to, through building uh, really powerful tech tools on our back end, we've been able to make that scalable. Because if we didn't have the tech, it's almost impossible to scale mm-hmm. at, any, at any real rate. So that's something that we're really proud of. And I think gives a, a personalized approach to every person who's on Mavely in a way that uh, really no other platform can. And just to go back to your point about like what about like the future of like the creator coming, do you think that we're going to see like for 2023 more and more creators kind of go off and to do more of the business venture where it's kind of like their sole thing and then like they might have a few partnerships with like brands and stuff, but everybody kind of starting to craft like who am I as a brand or who am I as a business? Like what is it that I'm truly trying to do and kind of like go off and more of that realm where we see less of the like partnership collapse, but more of the like, yeah. this is my coffee company or this is my yeah. like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Super good questions. And it's one that I spend a lot of time thinking about because that's, you know, that's where we're going. Where we're in that market, right? We want to, we want to <laughs> be able look around the corner, if you will, uh, or go to where the puck is going, not where it is. Um, so, so I think a couple of things are going to happen. Or, or I really believe a couple of things are going to happen in the creator economy. So, uh, one general thing is because creators and people are now brands. I think that every B2B service company, so think about it as like a marketing agency and a back office accounting, um, procurement, like like uh, B2B tax planning, like all that sort of stuff. Every single B2B service and B2B software is going to need to now have a B2C version because all of these creators are people and they're becoming businesses, but they're only one person. So you're not, as a B2B service, you're not selling into an enterprise, you're selling into <laughs> an individual. So I think every B2B company, like literally make a list of them, it, it, every B2B company is going to have a B2C counterpart that's focused on the creator economy. So I think that's one big thing that's coming. And there's a lot of there's a lot of cool companies doing a lot of cool things in that. So that's one one big trend I think uh, we'll see here in the next you know we're already seeing it but in the next you know twelve eighteen months another big trend is something you started to pull on Colin is I think it's going to be more than just brand collaborations more than just these brand partnerships and the the creators that have a really strong niche following are going to start launching their own products are going to start launching their own brands themselves we're starting to see that already a little mm-hmm. bit. And to varying degrees of, of success, I think some are uh, like the Mr. Beast of the world can launch his own products and be overnight successful, whereas others can't. But I think we're going to see a lot more creators get into, um, I'm not necessarily, I'm not only promoting someone else's product, right? I'm not only promoting Old Navy, I'm not only promoting Walmart, but I am, I'm promoting my own you know, beauty brand, um, skincare line, fashion line, shoes, whatever, um, classes that, I, that I've made, you know, on, on how to build a small business. So I think that's going to really happen a lot. And then the last one, which is definitely is the, probably the most relevant for Mavely, but I think is just relevant in general for brand advertising is what we're seeing in the, in the influencer economy and the creator economy it is very similar to what we saw in social. So if you, if you remember very early days of social, the first types of ad dollars that were on social were all awareness ad dollars, right? They were mm-hmm. brand ad dollars. They were, they were top of funnel stuff. So uh, I could, I could pay Facebook to run up a top of funnel ad and I didn't really have a lot of tracking behind it. Fast forward to today, you know, it's super, super targeted. And I only pay for performance and what, we're seeing is the influencer economy is going the same way. So I think right now there's a lot of high level brand awareness, top of funnel things like, Hey, I'll pay you a you know, thousand bucks to, to do my post about Nike and it, maybe it drives sales. Maybe it doesn't. 
So there's a lot of that top of funnel awareness. And where we see it going, um, especially at Mavely, but in general across the creator economy, it is going to go down into a performance channel. So I think influencer marketing, the successful companies are going to go from uh, not being a brand awareness channel as much and being a more targeted performance-driven channel. And the companies that can nail that are going to be in a really, really nice spot. And the influencers that can actually drive performance and sales are going to be in a really nice spot. So those are the three predictions I have, you know, moving forward over the next, you know, one, two, three years in the creator economy. I mean, like when you said that, I immediately thought of, I'm like, oh, that'd be nice if I could do like a partnership with Erewhon and do my own like shake that they've been doing with everybody else. Yeah, like, yeah right. I'm like, I'm like, like, that's the goal. <laughs> And then, and then think about, and then think about how much, how much more passionate you'd be about your own product. Right. And, and, and how much, how excited you'll be about it. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of that going out. And I mean, then if you think about, you play that all the way out, Colin, you have, I mean, you have tens of millions, hundreds of millions of micro entrepreneurs that are doing everything from promoting their favorite brands to making their own brands, uh, you know, running their own accounting software running their own back office like these really are uh, you know I, I think it'll be hundreds of millions of micro entrepreneurs and that's i mean imagine what people are going to come up with it's going to be so such a cool uh cool cool next uh you know five ten years here no i'm here i'm now i'm curious like if you had to make a brand like what would you do now i'm curious <laughs> Oh man, if I had to, so you're now you're pulling on you're you're pulling on my entrepreneurial uh, heartstrings <laughs> here. I'm like, I'm like I'm like what what is what is Evan coming up with? <laughs> oh man, yeah. If I if I had to make like a consumer brand, are you talking like just yeah, uh, like no, like consumer, yeah, yeah. So I I think oh man, I, I would say <laughs> it, it's funny because I've always been in the I call it like the B two B to C space, right? So we build a we build a a software that works with brands, but then eventually con- consumers use it. But consumer space, you know, I, I think, um, oh man, I would, I would probably do something. Honestly, I do something in the, like something around like childhood nutrition or, okay. or, or sleep. And Ooh, okay, yeah. So I, I think that, and the reason for that is I think that there's just, um, you know, if, if, if kids in schools are unable to eat well, they can't concentrate, they can't get a good education. They it just like a lot of stuff falls out from not being, having good nutrition. So I, I think I would want to say, have a brand that partners with, um, uh, you know, I don't know if it's, it's, it makes it more affordable to, for that to happen at a government level and use you know government dollars to fund that. So I think that would, that's, that would be like one thing. Um, and then the other thing is like, I just think generally like, a lot of us don't sleep very well. And so if it's a, if it's like the best quality pillow or the best quality sheets or the best quality, whatever, uh, um, I actually wear earplugs when I sleep. So like maybe the best quality. Oh, earplugs. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but something to help people sleep more. Cause I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of aspects of, you know, if you don't get a good night's sleep, then you're, you're cranky and then you, you, you have a bad day and then you come back and you don't get another good night's sleep. And that compounds for a lot of people. And it can be tough. So I'd say childhood nutrition or or, a, or like a really awesome pillow. Listen, if you do the pillows, like sign me up because the struggle that I have to like, maybe because I sleep like, I sleep like diagonally. That's got to yeah. change. That's got to change when I get married. Um, like, <laughs> we'll just get a bigger like, bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a California king bed. Like, yeah, like diagonally. But it's like, that's the struggle. And then like also affordable mattress. Like I want one of those avocado mattresses. Yeah. Those bad boys are like two grand, I feel. Yeah. So if you can like figure that out, like let's collab. Let's like, I'll buy it. Like sign me up. Let's do it. I, I just I mean. <laughs> I just think all all of the creators and all of the uh, influencers that are promoting it. It's just you know one video of them sound asleep, and that's all it is, right? It's, like, it's, it's something done. super simple. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's crazy, right? It's it's, it's funny, you know. People, um, you know, people spend you know, so much money on like on uh, on fashion or clothes or or shoes or whatever, but they won't spend it on their their like mattress or their sheets, right? So I think uh, I think that's a big deal. Like yeah, I was like we because we all just keep going back to Target and getting that drawing room essentials like sheet <laughs> yeah. set and we and we called 
and we call it a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, uh, to wrap up, like, for my last question, like, for all those who are listening, it's like, oh, Evan, cool. Like, you guys offer this platform for creators and stuff, but, like, I don't even know where to start. Like, what advice do you have for, like, creators or businesses who are wanting to kind of tap in for from the business aspect businesses who are wanting to tap into like those more like like we said like everyday influencers yeah. like what advice do you have for them and then like for creators who are trying to like get access to like those like old navies and William Sonomas and stuff like what advice do you have for them yeah for sure well on the businesses side I'll start there and then I'll go creator so on the business side um I would say if you are not thinking about creators or influencers as a performance marketing channel, you're missing the boat. And what I'm what I mean by that is the the future of not just like social commerce. Everyone talks about social commerce or or um, conversational commerce, right? Uh, which is you know people sharing different products for for, for different things uh, to drive sales. A lot of brands are talking about that. You know, some of them are doing stuff in it. It's really not just the future of conversational commerce or social commerce, but this peer-to-peer, like you know, creator to audience, influencer to audience, that's the future of e-commerce, like period, like full stop. And I think so if any brand that's not thinking about uh, influencer or creators as a, as a distribution channel for products, it, it is going to miss the next wave of e-commerce. So much so that you're starting to see... Uh, YouTube, or excuse me, you're starting to see Google um, surface TikTok videos and results in the search, right? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I think we are going towards a world in which if you search, uh, I want, you know, denim blue jeans, some of the first results coming up are actually going to be influencers that are promoting denim blue jeans, right? So, so as you start to think about how that works as a brand, if you're not in that space, all of a sudden you're irrelevant on Google search, you're irrelevant on some of these major e-commerce channels. So I, I think brands that really need to take this seriously, and it's more so than just like, oh, someone posted a cool, fun video that went viral on TikTok. It's it's a professionalized performance marketing channel that if you're not thinking about, you're, you're probably going to not be relevant in um, <laughs> the next several years, <laughs> which is crazy because it moves so fast. So that's on the brand side. And then on the creator side... I'll kind of, I, w- I would think about it as not just, it's advice I give to any entrepreneur and it's versus like just start, right? I, I think <laughs> a lot of people, I know a lot of people ju- think of a lot of ideas. It's like, oh, it'd be really cool to do this. Or maybe I could do a post about this or maybe I could start a business about this. And a lot of people just are thinking about it, but don't, don't actually jump. They don't, they don't actually go for it. They don't actually put themselves out there. So that would be the first thing is just, just start, you know, creating content. Just and then do it in an authentic and real way. I think that I've, a lot of people believe that they need to look or, or or be a certain way on social. When the data actually suggests the most authentic people get the highest engagement, so I would say put yourself out there, be authentic about it, and, and then don't get discouraged. Right, you just have to keep doing it. Hardly anyone gets it right on the first try in in anything people do in life. So. I, that would be the biggest thing. And then, of course, selfishly, I'd say you download Mavely, get on board, <laughs> uh, you get access to all the brands and we'll, and we'll coach you up on how to be a successful, successful influencer. But, um, but yeah, I'd say just get started, put yourself out there. And uh, I think a lot of people also think that, oh, man, there's so many influencers already. How am I going to break through? It's, you know, it's really hard. We're just at the tip of the iceberg. As you look at all of these platforms creating all of these tools to help content creation. The reason is because they want more people to create content and they want to surface more new people to create content. That was the whole TikTok phenomenon. It's like anyone could go viral, right? And that's that's something that we're going to see a lot more of across other channels. So just get started, put yourself out there, don't get discouraged and, um, and, and keep growing. So that's what I would recommend. Come on. Well, you heard it here first, people. Um, Evan, thank you so much for being here and just all the, all the advice, all the tips, all the great knowledge. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Colin. Uh, I love what you're doing with, uh, with your podcast here. And, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, well, we're going to have to have you back then. We're going to have to have you back and we can talk about 
the mattress idea in the partnership. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Wow. How great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAS Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.